Come on, let's lift up the name of Jesus Christ. There is none other in heaven or on earth. Welcome to another episode of Hope in Christ with Denise. Here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast, where we place our hope in the only hope there is, Christ our Lord. Welcome, 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 welcome back to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences Broadcast. I am your host, Pastor Denise, and I welcome you all back to the show. Um, we thank you for tuning in. We thank you for joining in with Hope in Christ Ministries. Here at Hope in Christ, we are healthy, overcomers, purpose, and we maintain an eternal perspective in Christ Jesus. So before we begin today's show, we are going to open with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you once again for this time. We thank you, O oh God, that you alone are God and outside of you there is no other God. Father, we bless you and we magnify you and we thank you, O oh God, for who you are and all of your glory, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God, that you are the living one. We thank you, O oh God, for what you are about to do and what you have yet to do and what you are doing in our lives. We thank you, O oh God, for your woman of God today, um, this evening and this afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Father, we thank you and we magnify you. In Jesus' name, we give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, thank you all for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. Again, I'm your host, Pastor Denise, and I'm the founder of Hope in Christ Ministries. And today we have um, author um, Herdestein Washington, and we are so delighted to have Ms. Herdestein here on the show, and we want to have Ms. Herdestein go ahead and introduce herself to the audience. Hello, everyone. As you just heard, my name is Herdestein Washington. I thank you so much, uh, Ms. Walker, for allowing me to be a guest on your show. Uh, I just want to let you know that I am a Christian writer, and I've been writing poems, short stories, inspirational pieces as early as my late teens, sometimes just to pass the time of day. <laughs> uh, those who know me know that I'm a country girl by heart, by nature and by birth. I was born in a small town in Mississippi called Hollandale, and I was raised on a plantation where I met the love of my life, uh, my husband, Harvey, for 43 years of marriage. Uh, through our union, we were blessed, thank God, for our beautiful four. We have four beautiful children and four beautiful grandchildren. I am currently the author of two books, one on gratitude, which I, which I entitled Something to Think About from A to Z that involves thanking and praising God for God through Scripture. And my most recent published book is about marriage, which is entitled Sacred and Intimate Lives of Husbands and Wives. And this book provides helpful hints on embracing the marriage journey. I am currently in, residing in Los Angeles with my husband, and I am a graduate of California State University Dominguez Hills and a retired preschool teacher, which I'm so grateful. 
Amen, amen. And thank you, Ms. Washington, for um, sharing a little bit about yourself. So um, your latest book, can you tell us a little bit about why um, God led you to write this book? Um, I believe the Lord led me to write this book because he wanted to show people that there's another side to the marriage journey. A lot of people, you know, they stop at the physical, but God wants us to know that there's a spiritual side to this journey. And this spiritual side is what keeps us active and alive during our physical uh, journey. So, yes, I think uh, uh, by being, being aware that there is a spiritual element in this marriage journey will help it to be and to grow in a successful way and one that's pleasing to God. Amen. And um, another question I have about um, the marriage book, um, what are your plans for it? Are you planning to do some marriage workshops um, with married couples? Because you have lots of wisdom for married couples. And so I just wanted to ask, are you, you know, is that any future plans for that? Definitely so. I would love to conduct uh, conferences or workshops on, on this marriage uh, journey, and I would love uh, to even uh, share my wisdom that the Lord has given me and my husband as to how he has grown us despite the mistakes and the challenges that we've faced in our union. It, it is just a, a beautiful thing to be able to share with couples, those that want to be married, those that are married, and those that have been married a significant amount of years, as I myself uh, has been. I just praise and thank God for this opportunity to be able to even uh, be on this broadcast to share with others that, that God God is an amazing God, and he He will make the He He makes the difference in your your marriage union. Yes, I would love to do workshops uh, on this very precious and beautiful union. Amen. And can you share a little bit more about your other book? Um, something to think about and why God led you to write that one. Wow, that first book, that's my pride. That's one of my pride and joy. I really am grateful to the Lord for, for putting that book on my heart. And the way he placed that book on my heart, I was writing thank, thankfulness. I was writing affirmations of gratitude, I'm sorry, uh, daily in my life when I had been going through a point in my life where I had had a back injury and I was off work at home. At first I started writing about all my problems, my predicament, just just having a, a pity party, uh, so to speak. But when God touched my spirit, really, and I got sick and tired of writing about myself, uh, I decided to get God's word and start reading his word. Because I realized since I was a Christian, I know to get out of the slump that I was in, that his word was going to help me to do that. And you know, it really did. I started reading God's word, and I asked God, I said, Lord, um, what what is the meaning of, you know, the chapters? You know, I, I wasn't getting anything out of it at first. But then the Lord just said, seemed like he just said to me, just read the chapters and find what you're grateful for in them. 
And that's what I did. I started writing affirmations of gratitude and one after the other. And pretty soon I had so many. Um, thank God for a young lady who introduced me to a writing a writer's group. Uh, and uh, by joining that group, uh, she shared with me that all you'd have to do is just come to the group, and we're going to work on this. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get this book done. And through that writer's group and their encouragement, uh, like the product was something to think about from A to Z. So this, this, is, this is my pride and joy. And it goes back also to a time when my oldest sister was, was struggling with breast cancer. And she had turned to me in, the, in her final days, and she said for me to write a book. Now, at that time, I didn't have any inkling of writing a book, even though I was journaling during the time since 2000. But I had no idea that I would ever write a book. It was just not in my mind. So when she said to me, write a book, I tried to write a book. I really did, but it wasn't happening. <laughs> so about 2009, after I had a lot of my own struggles, uh, God put it on my heart to write this book and dedicate it to my sister because I realized the joy and the love that she was feeling uh, for her family being so emotionally supportive to her was rooted and grounded in her thanksgiving to God. So I had all these thankful affirmations, and I thought about her, and I said, well, Lord, this must be the book that my sister wanted me to write. She must wanted me to share the love of God and the power of God that gave her strength to go on. So therefore, something to think about from A to Z came on board in 2016. It's a book that thank it's a book that that thank and praise that thank and praise God for God through scripture. Amen. And we need that. We need that. I think we spend too much time complaining and we're not remembering what God already has done for us in our mm-hmm. lives. I, I really think um, you know, even just this morning as you're talking that you were talking I just remember God reminding me of what he's already done in my life and just remembering to remind others. And I think that's a great tool for even, I teach um, fifth graders and that would be even down to the young people to remember to not complain and, and, and be thankful for what God has already done in our lives. So thank you for that one. I do see a few people that have tuned in. So those that are online, if anybody wants to jump in before I ask the next question and ask Ms. Washington a question, um, please go ahead and do so. All right, so I'm going to go to the next question. Um, Ms. Um, Herdestein, one of the questions I always ask on the podcast is, who was your inspiration for writing? I know you talked about your sister, but just overall, from the time you began writing when you were a kid to now, like who was that constant inspiration for you? My inspiration Yes, my overall inspiration was my mom and dad, uh, even though they weren't my inspiration for writing, but they were my inspiration 
just uh, in in life, just teach me what it is to be a, a married couple by watching them in their journey. But as far as um, my inspiration to writing, uh, I have to just say this uh, one lady who she just was such an encouragement to me, and she is the coordinator of our writers group because I really feel without her constant encouragement that my book may not have been published as soon as they were. This lady was relentless. She would call me and say to me, Herdestine, you can do it. You can do it. Don't give up. And it, it just it just moved my spirit. And when I whenever I felt overwhelmed, uh, she would call me and tell me how wonderful of a job that I was doing, even though at it, it sometimes it seemed like I wasn't doing a very good job. So I thank God for this woman. She's the coordinator of my writers group since since I joined in 2015, and her name is Lori, and, I, and she's also the uh, uh, she has a blog entitled "Living on Pitch." So she, she kind of, in a, in a sense, she kind of put me on pitch in writing and getting this thing done. So I'm so grateful and thankful to God for her. She was one. She is one of my greatest inspiration in writing. Amen, amen. And um, this question I didn't have written down, but God just brought it to my spirit. Uh, back mm-hmm. to the, your book on marriage. You know, we live in 2019, and so many people say, well, the word of God, God was talking about them back then and not us today. What encouraging words or what would you say to someone who would feel like somehow God has changed from the time when you got married to today, what what would you say to them to encourage them or to lead them closer to Christ? Well, for one thing, we know from reading our Bible that God does not change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. God ordained and established marriage way back then. His rules and regulation has not changed. His plan has not changed. That's what I would tell a young couple who may think that it has changed. What God said back then, he means today. If God say love, he wants he wants you to grow in love, he means that today. God wants you to be forgiven and having a loving heart toward your mate. It's the same thing as way back then. God has not changed. And I would love for them to, to know that and read their Bible so that they will see this is a fact and not a fiction. God's word is real. And as he sustained marriages way back when, he is also sustaining marriages today. And not only is he sustaining marriages, he is in the marriage. If more couples will see God as being the head and the center of their union, they will, their marriage, they will see their marriage grow in a way that will blow their minds because truly, God is the the engineer. He's the orchestrator of this union. Amen, amen, amen. And uh, Ms. Hardestine, I noticed that there are some uh, a few other callers coming in that have called in. Um, and if someone has a question for Ms. Washington, can you please go ahead and ask her before I ask the next question? <laughs> Yes, 
All right. Well, thank you all for listening in to this wonderful woman of God. We thank God for her, um, for her um, joining us and telling us, giving us some wisdom because we need it. We need so much wisdom. We can always use your wisdom, Ms. Washington. And one of my other questions um, is, where do you see yourself five or ten years from now? In your writing or in ministry, where do you see yourself? In five or ten years from now, and that's a good question uh, to think about. Um, the Lord has put, put it on my heart for another book, and it's a sequel to something to think about from A to Z. So in, in the, within the next five years, I intend to get that book published. I also hope to see myself as a motivator for marriage, uh, a, a life coach, uh, just somewhere where God can use me, where my life could mean something to someone else to let them know how much their lives mean to God. So I'm looking, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to be a speaker at different conferences and even on the radio as I am now, the Lord has opened that door for me. I, it was a total surprise to me, and I just thank him. Um, so in about five years, I'm looking to be a, uh, to have my next book written, and I hope that book will encourage people to continue on thanking God for who he is and for couples to be grateful for their spouses um, and how God has blessed them in, on their journey. Amen. And um, this is another question that um, just came to my spirit. Are you and your husband planning on writing a book together? I can just hear that. I'm just asking to um, make sure. Well, to tell the truth, the sacred and intimate lives of husbands and wives, uh, it was a joint effort. I couldn't have written this book without my husband. He, I would, re, I would write, the Lord would give me inspiration and I would read it to him, and and he would he would he would comment on it. And he would say, you know, he he would be in agreement, and sometimes he would say little things that make me think, oh Lord, do you want me to add this in the book? So I would add it in the book because I got it from from my husband, and I knew it was okay to put in the book. Um, so I would I, I wouldn't mind writing a co-authoring a book with my with my husband, but he would be the first to tell you he's not a writer. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I do get great inspiration from him. I really do. Thank you so much for that question. Amen. Thank you. Um, another question I have is what is your favorite, if you could think of a favorite scripture, what would it be and tell us why? One of my favorite scriptures is, and there are many, but the one that, that I learned before I, my husband and I had any children was from my first pastor when I came to L.A. He said to his congregation, there is one scripture I want you all to learn. He said, I want you to write it on your wall, write it on your heart, uh, just keep it and teach it to your children. So that is what my husband and I did. We learned the scripture and we taught it to our children because he, 
that former pastor had said, this scripture will lead you into the path of Lord. And this, the scripture that, that he had us to learn was Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Be not wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to thy navel and strength to thy bones, marrow to thy bones. So I thank God for that scripture because it has led me, it has shown me where my trust lies, it has shown me not to look look to myself, but to my own understanding. And it has helped me to teach my children as such. So it's a, it, and I still say it today, um, even in my prayer time with the Lord, I, I refresh my memory, just knowing that I got to trust in the Lord with all my heart. No matter what I go through in my marriage, no matter what I go through in life. My first trust is the Lord. Look to him as guidance. And that's what my first former pastor wanted to instill in us, to trust God above all else. And don't trust yourself. (laughs) Thank you so much. Amen. And um, as you were saying that scripture, I love that scripture as well, Um, one of the things I thought about was, Again, in the time we find ourselves living, the person or the people that may say, you know, how can I trust a God that I don't believe in? What what kind of advice or inspiration would you tell them? You know, I always ask that question because hope in Christ is there's no other hope. And so a person that would say, how can I trust a God that I don't even believe in, I don't even, you know, believe that it's there, what, is, what inspiration would you give to that individual? What I would tell a person who do not believe that they can trust God or, or know God, I would first tell them, have you, I would ask maybe, have you tried him? Have you seen what he can do in a person's life? And I would share my own personal testimony of how God delivered me out of a lot of selfishness and unforgiving, and how he just brought me through in many ways in my life, how he uh, showed me what controlling was and all of these things. God, just, just, to, just to tell them that God is the way, the truth, and the life. And I will hope to inspire them to, to look into God's word. I would tell them to to read God's word, you know, and if they wanted me to read some portion of God's word, I would read read that to them. My whole aim and goal was is to get them to accept Christ as a personal savior. And yes, when we look around, when we look around in life, so many things are failing, but God never fails. I would tell them, trust Him, try Him. His word is, is valuable. His word is sure. It will never he would never leave you nor forsake you. I would just encourage them to hold on to him, you know, because I'm telling you, in this world, without God, it's a bad, bad place to be. But when you can hold on to God, you have hope, as, your, as your, the name of your blog is. You have hope in Christ, and, and he will keep you going when everything else seems to be going wrong. 
So I would encourage them to stick with Christ no matter what, and I would, I would read scriptures of affirmations to them so that I could help strengthen their belief in God. I, I, he, he's our only hope, and that's what I basically I would share with them. Amen, amen. I, I remember that the song I love to listen to. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ, His righteousness. I, 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 amen. That's just amazing. And thank you for sharing the wisdom. I love wisdom. I love to hear um, the journey um, and love to hear you sharing your journey and your marriage journey as well. And um, one other question before we go, um, how can people reach out to you? How can people connect with you? Um, and if they want to email you or call you to speak, how can they um, connect with you? Um, they can connect me through um, social media. I'm on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Books a Million. Also, I have a website, which is in title keeponthinking.com, so you can always connect with me there. Um, also, I have an Amazon Central page, and you can follow me uh, on the Amazon Central page, and here's the link, amazon.com, author, slash Hergestine Washington. So, yes, um, you can contact, contact me that way, and also through my email. Which which is hurtystein one seven one seven at gmail dot com. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Miss Hurtystein, for sharing. Are there any other words that you want to say to the audience before we close out? Before we pray out, um, I would want I would like to say to the audience that um, this book that the Lord put on me to write. It's a book that's showing that marriage is more than physical. It is spiritual. And I encourage every couple to seek God above all else. And if there's any problems occurring in your marriage, ask God first. Ask him what you need to do. And I know he will show you. And I also want to say that marriage is, marriage is a beautiful journey and it's done God's way. And, and he will show you the way that he will have for you to go, you and your spouse. Thank you. Amen, amen. And thank you for those that have, have tuned in to um, sh- to listen in with Ms. Washington and to um, support her. Thank you all for listening in. Again, thank you, Ms. Herdestein, for sharing. And I just pray blessings, blessings, blessings to um, your ministry of what God is sending you out to do. Um, I would also encourage you to look into um, the, it's called the Christian Book Lovers Retreat, if you ever get a chance to be a part of it. Um, That would be a wonderful time to meet readers, but it's called the Christian Book Lovers Retreat. Um, I've gone the last two years, and it's amazing where you meet readers, and it's nothing but Christian authors and those that read Christian literature. So I wanted to mention that to you before we close out. Thank you so much. I will do that. 
And we're going to go ahead and pray out. Father, we thank you, O oh God, for your woman of God. We pray, O oh God, a blessing over her family, over her life, over her ministry, O oh God, over every book that you have given her and she, even the one she hasn't written, God. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for what you're about to do and what you're yet to do in her life, Father God. We pray that whoever is listening, that they would hear words, that they would come to hope in you through Mrs. Washington's um, inspiration. Father, we give you glory and we give you honor, for we know that there is no other outside of you. For your word declares that outside of me there is no other God. So we pray for those to come to the hope and the only hope there is, Christ our Lord. We thank you and we give you glory and honor and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences Broadcast. Remember, there is only one hope, and that's Christ our Lord. That's where we find our true identity, only in him.